It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko, along with your host, James Rapine. And since we recorded the initial episode of today's podcast, the Bengals have been busy. A reminder, if you're new to the podcast, I think a lot of you are, make sure you subscribe. We're here five days a week, and when stuff like this happens, we're coming to you multiple times a day with the best daily Bengals podcast coverage and analysis you could possibly ask for. Let's start with the minor news first, James, to get it out of the way. The Bengals reportedly have re-signed Samajay Pirine. That's a guy that I really liked. He was their best performing running back in 2020. They signed him on a two-year deal. Special teamer, backup running back. We'll see if this means anything at all for Giovanni Bernard or Travion Williams in the coming days. In addition to that, they reportedly have re-signed Mike Thomas, special teamer, deep depth wide receiver. Again, we'll see what that means for the roster when we get full terms. And additionally, they signed an external free agent, James, a guy you know from your time in Cleveland, Larry Ogunjobi, the defensive tackle from the Browns, takes a trip down to the other corner of Ohio and will be playing with the Cincinnati Bengals on a one-year deal in 2021. I like this because... It fills a need. It allows them. There's been a lot of people talking about Geno Atkins. Why is he still on the roster? Well, now maybe the Bengals are comfortable moving on and freeing up that cap space, especially uh, when we talk about potential moves that could be coming down the pike, which we'll get to in just a second. But Larry Ogunjobi's a three-tech. He's certainly flashed. He had five and a half sacks in 2018, 2019, 28 quarterback hits over that span. So you put him next to DJ Reader. And you feel like he can help get some pressure on the interior. Uh, and outside of that, you know, he's only 27 years old coming off of a down year. But it's a one-year deal. And it's a prove-it deal. And these are the type of guys that in this market the Bengals might be able to get to help really boost this roster and add to the roster and add talent to it. So there's a lot he has to prove. And we'll see if he can do it in Cincinnati. But uh, certainly a good dude. Um, from my time in Cleveland, you're right. He was well-respected in the locker room. You never heard anything bad about him in the community from that sense. So it's uh, it seems like a pretty good move here. Obviously, we don't have money yet. So that that part of it, we're not sure about. From But from a football standpoint, I think this makes sense. One-year prove-it deal for Larry Ogunjobi in Cincinnati. Kind of a, we'll see if you can figure it out here. We'll see if you can string together some consistency in Cincinnati. He He flashed an incredible high end in Cleveland. The Bengals saw it firsthand a couple of times. So (laughs) we'll we'll see what we'll see how that one works out. To me, he wasn't on our free agent list, James. He would have been a a tier four guy for me. I expect the money to be pretty low. I expect this to be a rotational piece for the Bengals, but there is some upside there if he can play up to his potential, if he can play up to what he's flashed. I've got a tweet with his athleticism testing from the Combine on Twitter. You can follow me at JakeNFL. Make sure you follow James 
at James Rapine on Twitter. Follow the podcast at Lockdown Bengals. Speaking of one-year prove-it deals, James, let's talk about the news that made me stop and go, what? Excuse me? The Bengals apparently have an offer out to Kenny Galladay. Apparently, this is a one-year offer. My initial reaction was, that's insane. Why are they offering Kenny, Kenny Galladay? And then my reaction was, oh, a one-year deal. Okay, whatever. This isn't going to happen. And then we heard from our friend Malik Wright from Wright Report, who has been very on it in this free agency period as it comes to the Bengals. And, and according to Malik, Kenny Galladay wants to play with Joe Burrow and, and largely initiated this conversation. Galladay also has a link to Brian Callahan. They spent one year together when Callahan was a quarterback's coach in Detroit. I, I love this, James. I mean, this is <laughs> the best wide receiver on the market. Curtis Samuel goes to the Washington football team and if you're Kenny Galladay, you're coming off a, a bad injured year. You've had two great years before that. I, I love the way that it's been put by a few people on Twitter. Would you rather go to New York and risk it with Danny Dimes? Or do you want do you want Joe Burrow to be your guy? And and I think that from, from what we understand anyway, the Giants would probably be interested in, in something a little bit longer term. So for Galladay, I can see why he would want it. You know, the one-year prove-it deal with the the young upstart at quarterback in Joe Burrow and get back out on the market potentially when, when the salary cap bounces back. And that doesn't mean he's going to leave Cincinnati after a year. But, but man, that would be a lot of fun. And and you're wondering, where's the offensive line? Well, we're going to get there, but let's, let's stay on Galladay for a minute. This is going to help everything. Adding a guy like Kenny Galladay who, when he was fully healthy, look, he was dealing with a hip, dealing with a hamstring in 2020 and he was in a contract year. So guess what? He wasn't going to push it and push it to the limit, uh, you know, late in the season. So I'm sure that was part of it as well. But you you look at that 2019 campaign played in all 16 games, averaged 18.3 yards per carry or per catch, excuse me. And uh, the best part about it is he led the league in, in touchdowns at 11. Like this dude is a baller. And if you get him on one side, 6'4", 214, making contested catches with Joe Burrow's accuracy, and then on the other side, you got T. Higgins learning from a guy like Kenny Galladay, who kind of could be, you know, the young version of Galladay in a perfect world, right? And then Tyler Boyd roaming uh, around the middle of the field in the slot. I just, I love how physically imposing this wide receiver group could be. And and that's how I, I put it, because... Yeah, they might not run a 4-2, but man, they're going to be big, they're going to be physical, and they're going to go up and get the ball. And, and that's uh, that's exactly what you're looking for. So if they can find a way to do it, do it and, and do it to it. And if it, by the way, this is because he's got a visit lined up with the Giants and you do wonder if he, he's going back and forth with the idea of a one-year deal or maybe taking a three-year, let's just say it's a little more than Curtis Samuel, $37 million deal or something like that. Well, we'll know Kenny take the, the one year in Bengals. If you're offering 14 up that bad boy to 15, if you need to, to get it done, because if you can get him, man, it's, it's going to open up the offense. It's going to make life easier for Joe Burrow. And yes, Bengals fans, there's still going to be money for offensive line. I promise. I like the point that PFF has made about Kenny Galladay before we go offensive line, because we have news to share about the offensive line guys, Matt Stafford, Totally different player with and without Kenny Galladay on the field. Mm-hmm. When, when Galladay was out there with Stafford, 
the 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 statistical comparison. I mean, it's like it's like Andy with and without AJ Green over the years, mm-hmm. right? I mean, very similar in his impact to the offense. He's he's a giant, like you said, James. The Bengals would lead the NFL in contested catches. You you could make that bet before the season with with the the guys they would have on the roster. Kenny Galladay yeah. dominates at the catch point. T. Higgins should be that same sort of player. And with those two guys on your roster, you're going to have two guys that can consistently win in contested catch situations. Let's shift gears. Let's talk offensive line. Riley Reif scheduled for a visit in Cincinnati. In my opinion, don't let him leave without a deal. He could potentially play some left guard for you. If you don't want to move Jonah off left tackle, he could potentially move over to right tackle, James. And I think they're looking at him as a right tackle but that would be a, a position that he hasn't played since he was a rookie. He played a little bit of right tackle for Detroit in his rookie year, was great, has generally been a stalwart top half of the league tackle throughout his career, but has been a left tackle. So there could be a transition if they're looking at Riley Reif as a right tackle, but we, we talked about Reif. He, I think, is a tier three guy for me. Certainly a guy that would make this team better. And I, I don't think the Bengals would stop there either. I think they're still looking for a guard if they can find one. There's still some guys out there that they could talk to. And, and we'll see what, what way that goes. Gabe Jackson got traded. That's too bad. You move on. You, you try to find the next guy. But Riley Rife would be an improvement for this team. There's no denying it. And that that's why you, one, you go get him because he can play either tackle spot. You're right. Probably transitions to the right tackle spot, but he's still an upgrade. And the thing I love about Riley Reif, Jake, is that he excels as a pass blocker. You look at his PFF grades, that's what he's best at. And especially if you get Kenny Galladay, but even if you don't, guess what the Bengals are going to be in 2021 and for the rest of the Joe Burrow era. They're going to be a pass first team. So I want guys that can pass block and keep Joe Burrow upright. And Riley Reif is that. And maybe that's why he's visiting, by the way, is because he wants to talk with Frank Pollock, wants to talk with Zach Taylor and discuss the vision of him potentially playing right tackle. Are they going to guarantee him a starting job? What's the what's the plan? Do they think of him as a a tackle slash guard where maybe they get Sewell and then they want to potentially move him to guard instead. So I think maybe they got to map out the plan a little bit. Either way, I love that they're looking at a guy like this. You were hoping that they were going to, and I think we all were thinking they were going to, but the fact that they actually are and they're bringing him in for a visit, that's a good sign, a step in the right direction. And hopefully they can get something done that's reasonable for both sides. And a flurry of activity here, James. You got the the minor deals that they got done re-signing some of their depth guys that are special teamers. You've got the the offer to Kenny Galladay. You've got Riley Rife coming in for a visit. And I was ready to, to kill him earlier when we recorded before all of this news broke for the way they were structuring their deals and, and on the basis that they were handicapping themselves the rest of the way. But it looks like, you know, they're, they're not playing shy. They're, they're going out swinging like Duke Tobin said they would to his credit. And Bengals fans just apparently had to be a little patient. One last note on Bradley Reif, James. I talked to Luke Braun, who does the Locked On Vikings podcast. He said he's good, not great in pass protection. And I think you see this in his PFF grading. He has some games that are really great and some games where he struggles. And that could be because he's built identically 
in a lot of ways to Jonah Williams. Very similar arm length, similar height, similar weight. Both guys, low 300s, 305 is what Riley Reif has listed out. He's a little bit taller than Jonah, I think. He comes in at 6'6", but similar guys where they're winning on technique. Uh, according to Luke, though, he doesn't have issues with power. Anchors versus bull rushes just fine. And, and what's interesting is that Luke says he was very, very good in the run game. And so that's something that I think they're probably missing. I don't think they had any sure. guys that actually excelled in the run game. So we'll get into that tape. We'll get into those specific strengths and weaknesses once he does sign. If he does sign in Cincinnati, let's speak it into existence, James. Let's protect Joe Burrow. Let's manifest it. When Riley Rife signs in Cincinnati, we'll look at the tape. Oh, I hope so. And I hope we're looking at the tape of Riley Rife blocking and then Kenny Galladay catching passes because that's what I, I really want to talk about. You want to talk about building around Joe Burrow. Look, this is the vision. If, if the Bengals pull this off, actually not if, pull it off Bengals because you, you need to win now. You want to excite this fan base. You want to talk about new stripes. You get Kenny Galladay and Riley Reif and a veteran guard in here with new stripes. Obviously, they went out. They revamped their secondary. They go get Trey Hendricks in. I mean, look. This is it. This is the next step. Push for it. Get it done. An extra mil for Galladay. That's worth it. And Chad Johnson is out there recruiting both of these guys, Galladay and Riley Reif. I love it. Uh, hopefully Joe Burrow's doing a little recruiting of his own because I think he's clearly well-respected in the game and well-respected in the NFL. And, uh, yeah, having him in your corner is a good place to, to be, and the Bengals have him. So we'll see if they can get it done. I mean, if it's true that Galladay is the one that initiated this idea with the Bengals, then I'm sure Joe Burrow and Kenny Galladay have talked. I, I mean, maybe I'm not sure. I would assume. Mm -hmm. uh, last note, then we're going to get out of here, James. DJ Reader, six minutes ago, it is 11.11 Eastern Time PM as we record this, tweets three wide smile emojis. He is happy that Larry Ogunjobi's in town, and we are too. We'll talk about all the moves as the Bengals make them. On the Locked On Bengals podcast, a reminder, make sure you subscribe, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, however you get your podcasts, we're there. And we like those iTunes reviews too, if you feel like doing it. Until next time, Bengals fans, we'll be back tomorrow. Who day? And have a good one. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.